Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things fantasy. Yeah, hey, Game Week 18, this is the Christmas special. Ho, ho, ho. I say Christmas special. It's just the one before Christmas. But it is exciting because we're getting the family back together because the secret journalist calls in to... uh, We're going to talk through the Game Week 18 fixtures player predictions and results and all the outcomes and all that stuff. Uh, so that's good. Don't forget we've got FPL Nympha as well to talk to trending transfers. Matt Kearney, Bowstring the Cup, is in the tactics truck. And Tommy Gunn is here to do his Tommy Gunn thing. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get on and roll the music. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, Ultimate Fantasy Podcast. Hi, it's me, Alfie. I'm here, joined by Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Hey, mate. Morning. Morning, Nathan. It's Christmas next week, mate. Week today, is it? It's a week today. So, uh, Mm. (laughs) there's no podcast, obviously. Yeah. uh, Stuff to do. I've got got open loads of presents, haven't I? Yeah. Or one of them. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I might do like a very short thing before I... But I can't because we've got fixtures, what, Boxing Day? Yeah, there's... Yeah, they're spread out again, aren't they? Boxing Day, day after Boxing Day, there's one. I think there's then more fixtures the day after that and the day after that. And Boxing Day games are all on Amazon again as well, aren't they? So they should be quite accessible. So you say that I haven't got face. Amazon. I've got Sky. I don't. I don't subscribe to that. Surely, does your dad not? Uh, no, he doesn't know what it is or anything. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Christmas, um, what are you up to, Nate? Anything else? When are you going back down south? Uh, Christmas Eve. I'm working all the way through until Christmas Eve now. Every day till mm. late. But and apparently there's going to be train strikes on Christmas Eve. So look forward to that. Very convenient, those train strikes near Christmas. Yeah, I know. So I might actually be in London on my own. <laughs> go around I'm Ge- sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that, should I? No, no. I might go around Jeremy Corbyn's. Yeah. Watch the Queen's speech. Jeremy Corbyn. Oh, we can't do politics. No. But it wasn't politics, was it? No, it wasn't, no. Okay, good. Uh, right, uh, so we've got a full show today. I'm looking forward to it, actually, because some tasty fixtures to get our teeth into. Mm. Uh, do you want the quick quiz before we do anything else? Better do, better do. Um, oh, sorry, just to let listeners know, um, the secret journalist could be joining us mm. at some so point. So secretive, we don't even know if he's joining us. Yes, he's um, he's, he's probably just sort of deep undercover somewhere. Yeah, or somewhere between Leeds and Manchester, stuck in traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that may or might not happen, we'll, uh, we'll keep you informed. Right, let's do the quick quiz. Now, Nate, this is um, quite a difficult one this week because it's a Christmas mm. special. Okay. Um, name the two players who have scored penalties in the Premier League with both feet. Okay. Yeah, right, both feet. So one left, one right, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you a clue. One is English, the other is Nigerian. Oh, okay. Okay, because mm. otherwise it's really difficult. That yeah. is tough, actually, mm. to make sure I still remember the answer. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh, let's do. Oh, let's do the game week seventeen roundup. 
We can only talk about Kevin De Bruyne as he inspires Man City to absolutely spank a manager's arsenal. Life is cruel for Norwich as Leicester find Tim to claw back a draw. Liverpool do their best to lose to Watford but still run out 2-0 winners. Out of form, Chelsea managed to lose to out of form Bournemouth. In form, Sheffield United are quick to point out to Aston Villa which of the two enjoying the Premier League the most. 1-0 away specialist West Ham strike again, this time against Southampton. Spurs take it to the walls. Palace poo-poo a Brighton victory and Man United get back to reality with a gritty 1-1 draw with big dunks, no nonsense, no jacket required, Everton. What about you? Six clean sheets this week. Yes, yeah, six. Wow. Liverpool, Burnley, Bournemouth, Sheffield United, West Ham, Man City. All the hits, really. Goal Kings with two each. Salah and John Fleck. Goal scoring defenders. Just the one for Tongan. Assisting defenders. Just the three. Lundstrom, Tompkins, Leighton Baines. What year is it, man? Penalty misses Jack Grealish. And of course, the own goal, Tim Crow. Oh, Tim. This week's top performing players across FPL and Draft is KDB, Salah and John Flick. Uh, fan track, slightly different uh, is, is KDB, Salah and Halla. Halla! Yeah, game week 17, eh, Nath? Mm. Uh, quite a weird week for a lot of top performing uh, fantasists. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some of the big, big assets like De Bruyne and Salah went point crazy didn't they yes they did luckily we had De Bruyne in our yeah. FPL team I say luckily we put him there yeah exactly yeah so it finally paid off but he did look tasty didn't he I mean blimey mm. yeah, I mean not, they didn't put up much of a resistance Arsenal but he did look good mm. couple of goals and assist Salah Salah oh he's finished <laughs> guys finished mm. um yeah no liverpool and west ham no liverpool no west ham this game week yeah yeah so it should be a tough one i f- think someone in our someone we know has played the free hit this yeah week. Trist- tristan has yeah. used a free hit so he's got gone for now just to clarify the free hit is when you just change all your players and the next week change back right yeah exactly yeah so you can change as many players as you want without taking a penalty but the week after it resets back to the team you had already that's going to be depressing for him. Mm. Uh, so he's gone for uh, KDB, Edison and Jesus. Vardy, Madison, Telemans. I think going heavy Leicester could be a mistake. Mm. Ali, Saha, uh, Rudica, Erdeverold and Bulldog. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. We'll talk about Leicester Man City later on in the show. Um, cool. Chess champion Magnus Carlsen. This is doing the rounds. Yeah. People were surprised or not surprised that he's third currently in yeah. the FPL. Um, listen to this uh, Listen to this quote from the article I read. Carlson, 29, stormed to the top with a squad including Liverpool's Sadio Mane, Leicester striker Jamie Vardy, and of course, everyone's favourite bargain, Sheffield United's John Lundstrom, the top-scoring defender in the game. Now, whose team could it be talking about there, Nate? It could be talking about us. It could be talking about us. Also, no credit to me for picking out John Lundstrom as being the one to watch. No Shows credit at all. Where was where was the credit to Nathan Taylor of the Ultimate Fantasy Podcast? He was podcast. first to predict that he would be an asset this season. <laughs> he did actually do that in the previews. Yeah. I mean, there are loads of other stuff we got wrong, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but talk there. Holding on to John Lundstrom. How is Carlson only 29? Don't know. Chess freaks. Chess freaks, eh? Yeah. Mm weirdos I used to be in the chess team at middle school yeah you're a weirdo Junior. as well yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> shame it hasn't translated into I, fantasy uh, football uh, <laughs> I did a chess tournament once in middle school and yeah. um, 
I got through the first round. I sort of just, I psyched out. I played this game, which was really good, and I didn't know what I was doing. So I just played that. You know, like when you play pool, you don't know what you're doing, you just psych out the opponent. Mm. So I did that. And then I played this other kid who was in the year below next round, and he beat me in three moves. <laughs> I got found out, mate. Found out, <laughs> bruv, didn't I? Ollie Solskjaer of chess. Yes, exactly. Oh, well. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Colson29, uh, I think it's our goal. It should be our goal to beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We- that's our target Why, because we're older or... Just because I don't want no chess, chess nonsense coming over here, spawning our football How many points ahead of us is he? About 100? Probably about that. It's not, it's not too far off actually now. Yeah, we can get him. We can get him. Mm. We can get him. Winter is coming. <laughs> uh, so let's talk FPL then. Yeah. Uh, good result for us again, Nath. 68 points. Yeah, great result. I mean, there's some frustration and it could have been so much better as well. But... Don't say that. Yeah. The average was 56. No, no. Yeah, it was a good week, but you just, you look at what we, what way what, were you saying? What we could have won. De Bruyne as captain would have. Yeah, but we, we went I mean, for Vardy. Yeah, yeah. Everyone went for Vardy. Yeah. So we could have gone, if I mean, we could have chosen De Bruyne, but we would have gone, oh, that was a ridiculous idea if it had come off. Yeah, exactly. And then Mason Greenwood left on the bench as well with eight points. Yeah, but he's there for the bench, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. It was a good goal he took, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks all right. Uh, so, yeah, our transfers, we uh, we we went for a solid differential, didn't we? We went out... Um, well, you, you weren't party to this conversation. No. <laughs> but I had a conversation with Secret Journalists, and we decided uh, to get rid of McCarthy and goal and bring in West Ham's David Martin. Mm. Uh, I think his Bold. ownership percentage is so low. Yeah. He, of course, got a clean sheet, so... Um, uh, that that was good, but uh, of course he does not have a fixture this game week. But we'll come mm. to that. I'm I'm thinking we should not trade him out. We should trade in another player and just accept that we're not going to gain any points in that position. Because mm. if we trade him out, we lose t- four points. Yeah, and uh, that's if we get another player. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I wanted to bring yeah. Deli Ali in. You see. Okay. Cool. Um, but so, and then the next game week, West Ham are away, and they they're good at winning, winning the away, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one nil specialist West Ham. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we kept in Vardy, uh, like everyone. KDB obviously the show stopped them nineteen points. Lundstrom assist and a clean sheet. Yep. Uh, Mane assist, Trent clean sheet, and like you said, Nathan Greenwood on the bench. We are now up to Nath. Where are we? Wow, this is thirty-seven thousand two hundred fifty-seven. It's really good. I've now getting greedy though. I want to be in the top ten thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would have taken that at the beginning of the season. Yeah. First year doing fantasy, moving back from draft to fantasy. Yeah. You take it. It's a promotion season. Where's bit... Sheffield United? Yeah. <laughs> but is there like, it's a bit like, you know, when people change to different versions of sport, like when ru- people in rugby, when they go, you know, that peanut hugging thing. You know, when they change from rugby league to rugby union or vice yeah, versa. Yeah. When you change from Pro Evo to FIFA. Yeah. I remember it took me about two years. Mm. <laughs> Uh, in the official Ultimate Fantasy Podcast League, uh, mm. yeah, we're, we're heading up the top there, but we're still not top. Who's top? Amit Duta's Naruto FC is still leading the way with uh, 1,055 points. Nice. Uh, fantastic week score of 82 for Young Sinatra's Babushka FC. Congratulations. Nice. Kate Bush reference as well. Yes, it is. Mm. Always happy with that. Um, that league is heating up now. 24 teams. You, the listener, or anyone else, you should you should join PSDBV4. That's the code. That's not just me being weird. PSDP, sorry, PSDBV4. Um, and we've decided there'll be prizes at the end of the season. Yeah, top three. 
top three. I'm not sure what those prizes would be. <laughs> it could be very glamorous or very... First prize is a night out with us. Second, <laughs> second prize is two nights out with us. <laughs> so, yeah, if that's... Uh, well, we'll decide upon that. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Higher scoring FBR manager for game week 17 overall. Congratulations, Mark Close of Australia, whose team YWNA amassed 131 points. No, 131 points. Nice. Uh, no Vardy. That was with... Crikey. No Vardy. Uh, he had uh, Ramsdale, VVD and Lundstrom at the back. Uh, Traore, Sterling, KDB, obviously, and Salah. Uh, Pookie, P and Ayu Pookie was the only person that picked up points in the front line Triple Captain Salah mm. um, Genius or mad person 131 points Is Mark Close of Australia a genius or mad person? Um, I'm going for someone who's kind of lost interest Slash mad person He's still got Pookie and Ayu in his team Which kind of suggests that he probably <laughs> If he's start. got Pookie and Ayu in his team He must be mental Yeah so you're going to go for Mad Person? Mad Person. Well, Mark Clues, or Close is ranked 982,617 overall. Uh, so... Decent. That is on Genius, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. Uh, I looked at some team names. Cool. Uh, I looked at the news... Whilst I was in this sort of Antipodean area, uh, I went to New Zealand League. There's some awful names there, I have to okay. say. They're not flying the flag there for team names. Uh, I found that this one was all right. Uh, Bayer never losing. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, solid, mm. isn't it? Well done, Sam Hadida. Uh, this one's really weird. Okay. This one's <laughs> not from New Zealand. This is from a so-called League of Legends. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick Tanner's top. Yep. Uh, and we would be second behind him, by the way. Okay. Yeah, just saying, just saying. Uh, this is weird. Harry Kane's wet mouth. <laughs> it's disgusting isn't it yeah I think it's not very kind about Harry no, Kane it's basically. Not. no it's yeah. not uh, well done Sam Bailey and this one was pretty solid uh, Stranger Mings oh yeah I do like that one yeah that's nice isn't it yeah, yeah. well well done Jack Critch mm. you got some names yeah I've got some um, <laughs> I was looking through people that are near us in the overall league just the big league yeah and, and i saw who ate all the pies <laughs> memphis Depay. oh okay yeah, yeah yeah it's a classic that they're actually one place below a team called in ollie we trust those <laughs> as in ollie gone yeah um, <laughs> oh, then there's a never's gonna give you up oh that is good yeah um and they're above a b c d e f c Oh, yeah, I saw that too, and that's pretty good. Yeah. I, I like that one, but I couldn't pick it. And then finally, uh, you might need the bleep button for this one. Okay. Madison of a bitch. <laughs> Say it again. Madison of a bitch. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I think bitch is an okay word. Yeah, dog. 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 Uh, the top FPL manager overall is still uh, Nick. What's his face? I just said it's Nick Tanner. Tanner. Yeah, Nick Tanner. He's still top. Little um, we'll take him down don't worry about that and <laughs> uh, that's it for FPL uh, we've got to talk about our changes at some point mm. uh, the big change for us I think uh, is to we're maybe thinking of dropping Pulisic and bringing in Ali won't we yeah that kind of makes sense um, um, but then that does cause goalkeeper problems further down the line because then we're just up with two four million goalkeepers <laughs> uh, but that's something we might need to look at but I think for this game week Deli Ali's the man 
Yeah. Uh, let's talk draft fantasy. Draft fantasy. What a week for the Dennis Suarez GC House League, eh, Nate? Oh, God, yeah. The top half of the table getting beaten by the bottom half of the table, mm. which means the table has been kind of neutralized yeah. somewhat. Um, so we both lost, which means we got away with that one. Yeah, exactly. Like, if there's going to be a... I'm actually quite pleased with how it worked out because... Banners beat me. He got he put in fifty seven. Salah went crazy. I had no chance, and I put in my worst points total of the season. If I was mm. going to do that in any week, it might as well have been the one where I got caned anyway. So yeah, you got uh... <laughs> got roundly roundly beaten. Yeah, you got uh, you got beaten by a stopped clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, he also Greenwood scored for him, and mm. uh, Mendy got some <clears throat> points, didn't he? Uh, I. As I got beaten by Tommy Gunn, yeah, didn't did. I? Fifty-one to forty. Yeah, the Burn Chef core that finally the stars finally aligned for him by <laughs> Sheffield United and Burnley getting a clean sheet. Steven Zegan, Bulldog, Tarkovsky, and Ben Mee. <laughs> Neither of his players scored or assisted. Um, Phil, Phil did the league a favour by rescuing a draw with Moon. Fifty-three, mm-hmm. fifty-three. That was tight. That went to the last fixture. Went to the Crystal yep. Palace one. Saha uh, was a star turn and he got a lot of tackle bonuses. Georgino racking up 10 TIs and stuff. Mm. Uh, the table now makes for some interesting reading. Yeah. Uh, Robson top on 31, Moon on 31, Benny P on 31, me with 30, you with 28, Ming and Phil with 27, Secret Journalist Phil with 26, Ishiwa with 24, Tommy Gunn with 22, Manners 21, Tris 19, and Dow 12. <laughs> Man, I've uh, he did. Uh, he was harbouring Kieran Tierney. He's, he's trading him out. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's actually made some good moves this morning. Uh, well, well some I, moves. <laughs> uh, he's made a move. Yes, so he out went Tierney. In came a midfield El Ghazi. Then he dropped Gineppo. Mm. He got um, Luke Shaw. Luke yeah, Shaw. Mm. Uh, but Gineppo has uh, been tipped to perform well for Southampton this week. Yeah, by many people. So. Mm. Could be bad. Top and worst transfers so far this season lead into, Nath. Yeah. What was... What are we thinking about our waivers within two weeks ago into the Tran Tran window? <laughs> Can't yeah. say that, can I? Jan Tran win. Tran Tran win. Yeah. And just now, I think there's a lot of players in our league that have been, and I'm one of them, not engaging in waivers <laughs> whatsoever. This is the fear. In order to... Oh, the the waivers, you mean? Yeah, the waiver line. Hold... Oh, yeah, that's not me. I'm all about the waivers. Yeah, I've been holding the waiver line. Uh, I think I'm, well, controversially, I'm third in the waivers list at the moment. That is not good for Chenery, mate. Yeah. You need to be top, but not at all. No, because I think a couple of people will make early moves. Because the manager changes. Yeah, they'll take some, they'll take whoever comes up in the first week or so, get them in, and I might sneak in on the second go round, get someone. Well, some of the ones in the past have not been so good. Mm. The best one was Aubameyang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think this could be a big transfer window because there are a few... Chelsea coming out of their transfer window ban. Mm. Um, They will definitely sign, I think, a centre forward. And I think they'll sign a centre half as well. Yeah. Um, You can see Man United splash in cash on whoever the latest big thing is. Whoever the most mediocre player, overrated player is. Yeah. Arsenal, have they got any money to spend? Have Spurs got any money to spend? Everton could be there, thereabouts as well. Exactly. So, 
there will be some movement and I think there'll be players to pick up. So, yeah, although having said that, are there any signings from this summer window that have actually really performed? No, not mm. really. Uh, the players I heard at the beginning of the season was Vardy and Trent. Yeah. And um, all of the top pl- players, performing players in the league so far, other than the promoted players, are players that... Established. Yeah, you'd kind of expect to be yeah. up there anyway and established players. That's true. Look, look at I'm still harboring in Dombele, who has been pretty much injured or um, substituted in the 59th minute in every game this season. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got to come good at exactly, some point. Exactly, yeah. Um, we, of course, in our league have our own very own transfer deadline day, which yes. we set game week 32, which means we cannot make transfers between managers... Uh, after that, although I'm not sure that matters because no one does that anyway at the moment. I did transfer yesterday. Oh yeah, and then Tris dropped him. Yeah, no. <laughs> a weekend. To be fair, I'd picked him straight out of the. He did. You picked him out of the bin. Went. You can have that. And he went. Yeah, I'll put him in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor old Dendonk. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, game week 18 head to fixtures. I've got manners next week, and mm. there's no Salah. Yes. So that's good news. Nath, you got Benny P. Who hasn't no, got money? No money. Yeah, and Phil is bottom of the table now. So what a lovely Christmas for everyone. <laughs> Team podcasts come to come to fruition at last. Right, you can contact us at Twitter F, at Ultimate F Pod if you want to tell us your draft or FPL stories or just stuff. Uh, that's in a part one. Part two, we speak to Tommy Gunn and of course McKenney and Tactics Truck. Tommy Gunn, how are you, mate? Alfie, how's it going, mate? I'm good. Not as good as you. You're the man in form at the moment on the draft fantasy. Uh, unbeaten in two games. Two out of two, flying high. Yeah, fourth from bottom. Uh, things are looking <laughs> up, mate. Things are looking up. Uh, and you beat avoid the drop. Yeah, and you beat me last week. I beat you. I stuffed you, um, which was good. Um, you know, just, just the, the tactics just sort of fell into place, really. Um, with the tactics of your, uh, well, you had the, for those who don't know, those who've been in a, a shell living in a sort of darkened corner somewhere, you had the uh, Sheffield United and Burnley defence, three yep. and two of each. Yeah. And uh, they got the clean sheets. Uh, Greenish missed the penalty and it all came home to roost. Any of your other players did nothing. In fact, you yeah. didn't score a goal or get a single assist. <laughs> I didn't do anything else. <laughs> I had no, the goal, goalkeeper did nothing and the other sort of outfield players did nothing. Martinelli picks up four points somehow in the Man City game, but to be honest, um, that 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 game I'm just going to wipe from my whole memory. So uh, I have <laughs> no idea how we got four points there. Yeah, I think it's just running around and tackling, running around and tackling. Oh, yeah, I mean to be it. fair, he is about the only player that does do that in our side. So, so let's talk your accumulator. Um, so I'm yep. expecting you to tell me that we're eight hundred pound richer today. No, we are oh. seven pounds. We cashed out at uh, 17 pounds. Everything was going pretty well. Um, I had to cash out, though. Uh, Leeds, basically, we had Leeds to win. They were three up. They drew 3-3. They conceded two in the last 10. So, uh, cashed out before that. And then, of course, the Chelsea game, uh, they conceded late to Bournemouth. So, that blew that out of the water as well. So, um, we were five pounds down after the first week. We're seven pounds up. So, we are net two pounds in the black. 
Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. That's not bad going to Christmas. That's not bad, is it? Two quid. So <laughs> that two quid will be going on the... What we'll do is we'll do another eight-way ACA um, after tonight's games. So it'll be ready for the weekend. And then we'll post that on the Twitter feed um, for people on Saturday. Okay, fantastic. And any news on uh, Arsenal's manager, by the way? Arsenal's manager, Arteta, is 16-1 to 1 on for the manager's job, which is, a you know, uh, I still think it's a little bit of a gamble, but we just need somebody in there. Uh, we've got Everton, then we've got Bournemouth away, and then we're playing Chelsea and Man United. Um, but you have to say, very winnable fixtures, all of those. Yes, I, I was completely, yeah. You know, having just played Brighton and, you know, stuff like that and, and, and got nothing yeah well we'll see we'll see I mean Freddie's just Freddie's basically just said nothing he's just he's just been told to hold the fort they're giving him no staff they're giving him no support they're giving him no kind of there's nothing just said go out there and pretend to be the manager but he's not actually the manager he's just kind of like he's just sort of sat there alright Tommy Gunn thanks so much for joining us again and okay, uh, we look forward to seeing your ACA posted up online Okay, yeah, I will. It'll be a spread because eight teams seem to fit into a screenshot, which quite nicely fits. Yeah, yeah, the, from uh, a production point of view, that's perfect. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. All right, great. See you later. That was Tommy Gunn. Yeah, Nath, uh, you backed Sheffield United for a clean sheet last week, like you do every week, and it actually paid off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, good. I was really pleased to see it come in for multiple reasons. <laughs> we both got beaten by a stop clock. This yeah, week. yeah, exactly. Right, let's talk FPL now with Matt Kearney in Tactics Truck. Tactics Truck, Tactics Truck. I got a truck, it's full of tactics. It brings me luck and you will suck. Because you don't have a Tactics Truck. Matt, how are you? Hey, Alfie, I'm good. Good. Hey, I tell you what, mate. Uh, you are back. 79 points in FPL. Yeah, one of those rare weeks where I actually did well. It's uh, Yeah, so you had, you had KDB, but uh, you had Salah, didn't you, making a difference? Only 20% ownership. Only way is up now, mate. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed, yes. I'm hoping so. <laughs> and uh, what are you looking at? What fixtures are you looking at this week? I don't know what I'm doing this week with my team. Um, I was kind of... Thinking outside the box, thinking going kind of crazy with uh, maybe Vardy to Kane and put Kane as captain. But I don't know a lot of people are trying to, to sway me against it. So uh, I think I might say, like, the, the team looks good this week. I may save the free transfer. And uh, I kind of like Chelsea's fixtures next week. Um, and Chelsea are someone that are a team that I, I haven't got any players from. So may look at getting Tammy Abraham back in and see how it goes. And there must be some other fixtures this week tickling your interest. Um, well, I actually really like the look of Everton and Arsenal this week. Um, you know, I've seen a few fantasy managers on Twitter and the likes, uh, you know, who may have loaded up on the likes of West Ham and Liverpool, who may be considering using their free hit. So uh, mm. I, I actually really like the look of Everton this week. Um, there's been a lot of managerial change or changes in this fixture. Uh, of course, Ancelotti seems to be going to uh, to Everton and Arteta may be going to, to Arsenal. So... Um, you know, I, I'm not really that optimistic about Arsenal's defence this week. I don't think they're going to turn it around all that quickly. Um, you know, we saw when Arteta started helping Pep Guardiola at Man City. You know, City were very leaky at the beginning as they tried to find their feet. And I think it'll be the same with Arsenal for quite a while. Um, you know, Arsenal, I, I think I have heard they've 
They've conceded two or more goals in 10 of their seven-name fixtures this season. And, uh, yeah, so I'm expecting just two clean sheets from those seven-name games. Um, like Newcastle and, and Bournemouth. So, you know, they're, they're, they're really leaky this, uh, this season. I think Everton will be on a bit of a, a boost at the minute, you know. You know, a good away draw last week to Man United and now the news that they're going to have a quite a high, uh, highly reputed manager uh, at the helm now. So, uh, in terms of attacking options for Everton, uh, there's one really obvious candidate, and that Richarlison. Yeah, I mean, 8.1% 8. 8. Mm. ownership, so still quite a big differential. Um, he scored in four of his last six games. Um, you know, maybe may a bit of a question mark whether he's going to be playing up top or he'll be on the left wing. Or, or the right wing even but uh, he seems to threaten no matter where he is I, I personally prefer him on the wing but uh, you know he will get chances I think against this Arsenal side and I see a, a few people looking to bring him in his next two fixtures aren't all that bad either you know he's at home against Burnley and then an away trip to uh, Newcastle um, mm. now they do have a, a game against Man City the following week which may be a bit tricky but you know, for the next three weeks, I think Richarlison is a solid option to have. And also, the other key name for Everton, I'm going to say it, Leighton Baines. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Blast from the past. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's like I've started playing FPL all over again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Back in 2010. <laughs> yeah, um, real nostalgia pick. Um, of course, it, it, he may be on set pieces if Sigurdsson is out, but we... we Sigurdsson only seemed to be out through illness and uh, you know it's likely that he'll be back this weekend but who, who knows he might he has a wicked left foot so he may take a share of set pieces uh, Everton might even keep a clean sheet who knows mm. um, but I mean 4.9 4. million 0.2% uh, ownership you know um, definitely a, an interesting one to have in the team if you're looking for a one week uh, one week punt a one week only I like it well I, I don't know if Baines has the legs to play uh, three games <laughs> a week three. But, we, but we'll see how it goes I'm not I'm not surprised he's about 52 now I suppose <laughs> anyway well good luck with game week Matt and uh, um, well I won't I won't speak to you next week because it's Christmas um, so have a great game week enjoy Christmas and don't eat too much chocolate cheers thanks Alan Tatty's truck, Tatty's truck, I got a truck, it's full of tactics that brings me luck and you will suck, cause you don't have a Tatty's truck. That was Matt Kenny, aka Boastering the Carp. You can hear more from him uh, if you go to his Twitter page, you can find the link in our blurb. And uh, what a lovely guy. Uh, that is, oh that sounds sarcastic, didn't it? It did, it yeah. Did. Sorry Matt, that was not sarcastic, I was being genuine. I just sometimes sound sarcastic. What a lovely guy. Oh, i just got to shut up. Right, that's the end of part two. Uh, but join us in just one moment for part three and the fixtures. We look ahead to game at 18. So I'm pleased to say that the secret journalist has joined us on the phone. Hi, Phil. All right, Al. You all right? Hey, yeah, long time, no hear, no see, yeah. no nothing. It's been, it's been a while. I've been busy. 
Football is busy, isn't it, these yeah, days? Well, no, yeah, either that, you know, it's football or I'm, you know, I'm guarding the wall up here. It's hard work. <laughs> you need to guard it even more these days, I think. Yeah, winter is coming. Winter is coming, mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you enjoy, I mean, at this time of year, I always ask you whether you're looking forward to Christmas. I think I know the answer by now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yes and no is the answer. No, I, I am looking forward to it. It's good because I, I don't mind being busy, but it's... Yeah, it's pretty full on this time of year. And um, I think actually this is, funnily enough, I think it's the first Boxing Day in a decade that I've got off this year. So, you? you know, small mercies and all that kind of stuff. Oh, but be careful yeah. that, I mean, all, all I'm going to do is spend it watching football at home. So it's not like it'd be any different from being at work. But that you know, is I'm true, not getting actually. paid. Mm. Do you know what we should do? A podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like just a, what, an eight-hour podcast. Just do, yeah, we do a marathon. Yeah, yeah. just moaning and sort of belching or oh, we could just we could do like a live what's that goggle box thing yeah we could do that or like a reaction those reaction videos on youtube just us watching stuff going oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but the problem with it would be that about four hours it would be me asleep on the settee there's not much value in that yeah i think by about half hour i would have gone out for one of those walks you know you think i oh, just got to get out of the house stay away from the family right let's talk some football then um because i know you don't talk about football enough um, actually, let's go over the game week 18 fixtures. Uh, Saturday, 21st of December, Everton against Arsenal. Aston Villa against Southampton. Bournemouth against Burnley. Brighton against Sheffield United. Newcastle against Crystal Palace. Wow. Norwich against Wolves. Man City against Leicester. That's the late kickoff. And then on Sunday, the 22nd of December, Watford against Man United. And then the big one at 4.30, Tottenham against... Well, I was going to say Spurs. They're against Chelsea. Okay, so these let's talk some main fixtures now. Um, the first one is obviously Spurs, Chelsea. Mm. Uh, Jose versus Frank, student versus the master. Spurs won this fixture 3-1 last season. Uh, and Phil, Chelsea have lost four of their last five Premier League games. Um, but they, they did have 67, 67% possession against Bournemouth. That was like 18 shots, five on target nine corners should Chelsea be worried um I mean they'll be worried about the form for, for sure because you know, they started brilliantly and um and it definitely has tailed off and the the thing about Chelsea like the their actual numbers the sort of stats that go into or underpin like the performances are still good so I mean depending on how much faith you place in this kind of stuff and whether you just trust what you see as opposed to the, what the numbers are telling you, that suggests as though that they'll come good again and they'll start to right the ship a little bit. But something's gone a bit wrong there. Um, I mean, it's interesting that he, he started chopping and changing his side a little bit. I don't know whether that was just because he wanted mm. to just to rest players for important fixtures, but it was interesting that he dropped Jorginho and he, that seemed to upset the side a little bit. Uh, and granted, he's got, he's got a dilemma on his hands because he's got class players in midfield I mean Kovacic has been really good last last couple of months uh, Kante is obviously one of their best players if not one of the best midfield players in the world fitting those two and Jorginho into a side which also wants to have Pulisic and Mason Mount and, and Abraham all these other players you want to fit in it's, it's not an easy task but but Jorginho dropping out of there definitely unbalanced them a little bit I think just they lost a little bit of the rhythm in midfield mm. um, so yeah to answer your question Matt, I, I think they will they, they they will be a little bit worried for sure and Tottenham will not be an easy place to go really mm. really tough place for them to go mm. I think that um, that midfield is interesting isn't it because you can have uh, Jorginho Kovacic 
and Conte should be the first choice, but he's, he's obviously trying to get Mount into there to free up yeah. the left-hand side so Pulisic or Hudson-Odoi can play. Mm. Uh, Nath, bringing Spurs into the conversation versus Wolves, Spurs conceded 57% of possession, but still mustered nine shots on goal uh, and didn't concede a single clear-cut chance. Uh, you must fancy them against Chelsea. Um, I do fancy them to some extent. Wolves, let's be clear, Wolves battered Spurs, but it was... A- I think Mourinho will be really happy with that result because they just showed that resilience and scored from a corner. Ericsson didn't hit the first man for the first time in about <laughs> two seasons from a corner as well. Um, I've a little bit of trepidation actually because I feel like Pulisic might get at Serge Aurier. I kind of fancy a penalty in this one. I feel like this could be one of those Sergio Aurier games where he could drop some one, um, either a penalty or a red card. I feel <laughs> like against tricky players, he can sometimes, if his head goes, if he has a good start, then he'll be fine. But if he gets beaten the first couple of times, then his head tends to go. He can give away chances. And I feel like Pulisic or Hudson Odor on that side could really get at him. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk some players then. Yeah. Uh, Deli Ali has obviously caught my eye this game week. Uh, he has five goals in the last five Premier League games against Chelsea. That includes a couple of braces, by the way. Mm. Uh, of all the midfielders in game week 17, Deli had the highest uh, XA. That's the expected assist, if that makes mm. sense to anyone, with 0.45. And the fifth highest XGI, <laughs> yep. uh, which is expected goals. Involvement. Uh, involvement, thank you, with 0.60. William, by the way, is sixth best, just below him with 0.57. So mm. Chelsea are creating chances. Uh, any players take tickle your fancy here, Phil? Um, I, I would I, I would look at Jorginho again. And mm. I, I, I say that obviously because he dropped out the side and it, and it affected him. I, I can only imagine that he's going to pick him and he's going to play. Um, I think Jorginho is a, a worthwhile player having in there. I think he's got an assist in him. He's got um, he's got. Well, he takes their penalties. If there is going to be one, if Aurier is, is going to drop mm. a clanger, then Jorginho is going to be the man to step up and do it. Um, yeah, I, I think he might be worth worth keeping an eye out for. And obviously, if you play with Kante points in the draft fantasy, then he's then he's gold dust. Yeah, yeah. like uh, like your game week this week, you picked about. I think he made ten tackles and interceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. <laughs> you know, he might, he might as well just score. <laughs> yeah, it's easier just to score. Yeah, uh, Nath, any players for you? I'd agree with. I actually think Jorginho is Chelsea's best player. Plus, obviously, he takes penalties. The but other even player, for FPL. Well, maybe not for FPL, but definitely Pulisic for draft. Team, you know? Yeah. I know. Um, the other player that I like the look of, uh, similarly to the right-back issues that Spurs have had, Chelsea, I think, have had a few. Obviously, Reese James has dropped for the last game. is, I think, by everyone would say he's probably having his worst season. He's definitely, I think, having a bit of a Branislav Ivanovic moment yeah. where his kind of... His form's completely dropped out of the um, window from being one of the most solid players. And I'd fancy Son up against Aspelicueta if that's how Frank lines up. Son, good. All right, let's do some predictions then. Uh, Nate, let's start with you. Two all. Two all, mm. Phil? Oh, that's what I was going to go for. You can go for two all if you want. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll agree with that. Two, two all. Two all, two all. <laughs> um, and in that case then, two all does seem like the fancy choice, doesn't it? Yeah. But I'm going to go for a 2-1 Spurs win. <gasps> Ooh. Lampard out Lampard out okay uh, moving on now to Man City versus Leicester this is a tasty fixture right the last time these two teams played out this fixture it was that famous company screamer uh, which sealed the title for City mm-hmm. in a winner win in April 
Uh, Brendan was the manager there. So uh, City statistically dominate that game. 61% possession, 11 corners to zero. Uh, but if I remember correctly, Ian Nacho missed a massive chance. Uh, Phil, are things much different this time round? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think City will dominate it again. Um, I think I think they'll win the game. I, I'm not sure whether they'll they'll absolutely blow them away, but I think City will win it. I mean, Man City, I should say, will win it. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think say sitting uh, on the fence there with a City win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, a team in a shade of blue will win this game. <laughs> um, no, I, I think uh, I think Man City are too good for them, um, and they. I mean, the way that. The way they blew Arsenal, I was going to say the way they blew Arsenal away, but I mean, it's not like Arsenal are, are much of a challenge. They're a bit of a shambles mm. of a club at the moment, but still, they were they were superb in that game. They absolutely blew them away. Mm. Mm. I'd be interested to see how Brendan Rodgers approaches this. I think United got some success against Man City by defending in a low block and then attacking quickly uh, down the wings with Rashford and Martial and James. I think... I'd be interested to see what Rodgers does if he attacks Man City or if he sits off and tries to release Vardy on the break. Kind of like the old classic Leicester when they won the league. Mm. The um, get the ball, quick turnover and get it forward to Vardy. Because Vardy will cause, especially Otamendi, a lot of problems, I think. Yeah. So if I actually have some hope for Leicester in this, going into this game. Oh, really? Mm. Uh, okay, so speaking of how Leicester are going to set up, um, in that game in April... Um, Chowdhury came into midfield. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and he played a full 90 minutes. I'll tell you who I started that game for Man City was Phil Foden. Yeah. Shocking, right? Uh, December last year, the Foxes actually beat City 2 1. Uh, all Brighton, Ricardo getting the goals. Uh, Bernardo Silva for the Citizens. I hate the term Citizens. It's a rubbish nickname, isn't it? But, you know, mm. what else do you use? Let's talk some players then uh, for the fantasy managers. Uh, Jamie Vardy is obviously nearly in everyone's team. Everyone captains him. Uh, in his last five games at the Etihad, Vardy has only scored one goal, and that was in a 5-1 defeat in 2018. Uh, Phil, KDB, fancy him against Leicester? Well, he's the obvious pick, isn't he? I mean... Yeah, what, what did he get? Was it two goals and an assist against Arsenal? Yeah. I mean, I, it'd be yeah, I, you might not get returns like that again because that's that's pretty unique. But uh, he looks he looks a cut above you know most other midfielders in the league at the moment. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's he's the obvious choice. And I think that you'll find a lot of managers gravitating towards him now with Liverpool not playing this week. Um, he's the obvious kind of go-to person as you can if you've not already got him in your side as well. Then if mm. you've got a Salah-shaped hole in your side, then KDB is an obvious choice to fill it. If you've got a Salah-shaped hole in your life, mm. I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Bernardo Silva is... Uh, so Sorry, just to go back to KDB, actually. He's played five Premier League games against Leicester and scored only once. Um, it's quite hard to pick out a few players. There's no real players with form. Bernardo Silva has got one in three. Bernardo Silva, Phil? Well, it's it's interesting. It's interesting you mention him because I, I read a few things recently about Bernardo. I think it was one of them was in the Athletics when was talking about Bernardo Silva. They were saying that 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 people like the the coaching staff at City are a bit worried about him because he's a bit off the pace. I don't know whether this suggests as though he's maybe not not fit enough or he's not applying himself well enough. But you know, the player that they had last season, who you know was absolutely mm. fantastic, mm. isn't quite producing the same results this time around. I mean, he's still a, a class player, but I don't know whether that's a, a, a warning sign that maybe um, maybe he won't be starting games over some of the other players in uh, in the next few fixtures. Might be worth keeping an eye on that if he's not if he's on the bench for for this next game against Leicester, which you would term as being a really big game for them. 
then that might be a might be a heads up to maybe not have him in your side for a little while. Mm, food for thought. Sterling is one in eight. Jesus, two in three. Yeah. And going into the Christmas season as well. Yes. Oh, nicely done. <laughs> nicely done. Who do you fancy, Nate? Um I like I say, I fancy Leicester. I think Tielemans has had a couple of quiet games from Fantasy Premier League, and the odds are that he generally comes up with an assist or a goal every three or four games. So he's had four quiet game weeks now. I know this because he's obviously in my draft team, but I fancy Tielemans to do something. I I've got a good feeling for Leicester in this game. Go on in. Who you get? What are you going to go for? I'm going to go for a Leicester one nil win. Wow, mm. mate, that is that's ballsy. That is ballsy. It is mm. well, I I've. Okay, I went... Go on, Phil. Uh, I think 3-1 Man City. You're going 3-1. Well, I think it's going to be more comprehensive than that. I think it's going to be uh, a 2-0. I think City keep a clean sheet. Yeah. No no dramas, mate. Maybe even a 3-0. I think it'd be one of those games where go, oh. So there's those two big fixtures. Uh, they're the big main ones. Uh, we're going to go through all the other fixtures and the quicktures. Uh, just after we listen to FPL content creator, FPL Nymphra, uh, before we do, we're going to have to say goodbye to you, Phil, the secret journalist. Yeah. Short and sweet, Matt. Short and sweet. That's that's how it is. When you're at the top of your game, you're you know you're in <laughs> you're, you're in demand. Yeah. Um, so have a lovely Christmas. Have a good Christmas, Phil. Cheers, Neth. I'll speak to you soon. You guys have a good one. Cheers, yeah, pal. I'll call you Boxing Day. Yeah, we do that oh, eight-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can listen to me snore for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> With, Thanks very uh, much, then, Phil. Yeah, see you later, Matt. <laughs> right, let's listen now to FPL content creator, FPL Nymphra. Only one goalkeeper seems to be making waves so far ahead of game week 18, and that's Ramsdale of Bournemouth. Over 26,000 managers have transferred him in already. Henderson and Schmeichel are the next trendiest goalkeepers in, but fall short of challenging Ramsdale, with Henderson getting 8,000 plus purchases and Schmeichel 7 plus thousand purchases. In defence, Bulldog is leading the way on the trendiest transfers in, with over 66,000 purchases. Lundstrom and Kelly are close behind him, with Lord Lundstrom picking up 48,000 sales and Kelly has been bought by over 40,000 managers. In midfield, the blank game week is also having an effect as managers flood to sell the pricey Mane. He's been ditched by over 94,000 managers already. Mount is the second trendiest transferred out despite him being quite far behind with over 54,000 sales. It's easy to see where the switch is though, with managers flocking back to De Bruyne after his two goals and an assist against Arsenal. Up front, Rashford is leading the purchases in with over 66,000 managers making him the trendiest forward in so far this week. Vardy, Greenwood and Ings are fighting it out to be the second most transferred in this week as they all battle it out around 21,000 purchases. That was FBN Nymphra. You can find out more from her if you go to our episode blurb and click the link to go on a YouTube page. Got plenty of uh, good things to listen to, actually. Uh, you, what Right now, we were meant to listen to the rest of the show, but some Christmas pixies have crawled into my machine and stolen the audio files. So, alas, I cannot bring them to you, which is a shame, actually. I was quite pleased with this show. Um, what we did, we went over the remaining seven fixtures very quickly with some player highlights. So what I'll do, I'll do it even quicker now. How about that? Uh, just very quickly, Everton versus Arsenal. Uh, 
This looks like a draw. The players you might want to pick out, maybe Seamus Coleman if he plays, or uh, Leighton Baines. I know, crazy, right? Hasselville versus Southampton. Mm, this will be close. Southampton win, perhaps 1-0. Uh, Hoiberg and Gineppo. Uh, Bournemouth versus Burnley. Lots of goals between. 21 goals between these two in the last six Premier League games. Ashley Barnes likes to score. Four goals in two games against the Cherries. One of those was an own goal, though. Uh, Brighton versus Sheffield United. Uh, Goldrick has due a goal. He had the highest XG of any forward in game week 17. Uh, the defender had the highest XG in game week 17 was Montoya Brighton. And De Stevens had the highest XG8. That's highest goals assist. Ah, Newcastle versus Palace. Mm, not a lot of goals here. Newcastle, a really different team without Shelby and St. Max and Almiron. Um, and Palace, uh, they don't have any left backs anymore. Uh, so this might be a sneaky 1-0 win for Palace with Luka Mojlovic getting a penalty. Norwich versus Wolves. Uh, Norwich like to concede a lot of chances from set pieces. Wolves create quite a few actually. And Roman Sayas, or Sass, whatever his name is, uh, three-headed attempts in the last two games. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I fancy him for that. Um, Watford versus Man United. Mm, which Man United are going to turn up? Probably the rubbish one. Um, Watford are due a win, aren't they? Uh, and they created a lot of chances against uh, Liverpool. Ishmael Saar could be a good shout. His XG was fifth best in the league, game at 17. Uh, maybe Decore gets in scoring positions. Right, the clean sheet forecasts, uh, I'll post those online. Oh, you also want the answer to the question I asked, who named the two players to score the penalties in the Premier League both feet. Well, did you guess them? Nathan did all right, actually. Well, the Nigerian one is Obafemi uh, Martins. And the English one, did you get it? Brighton, West Ham, Fulham. That's right. Bobby Samora. Hmm. Um, picking our FPL team, uh, I'll post this online also. Uh, we're, not, we're not decided yet, but we're leaning towards swapping Madison out for Delhi Ali. Ali, this is, if it's not going to happen, I'm going to seem so silly, but I'm so confident. Uh, and that's it um, that'd be it for uh, this year perhaps uh, big thanks to Nathan secret journalist Tommy Garn Bowstring the Cup AK Metcalf Nympha Nympha and the fantasy football chaps um, yeah I don't know what's going to happen over Christmas very business of Christmas stuff so maybe next year I'll keep you posted online in the meantime take care of yourselves and each other and have a Merry Christmas ho, ho, ho. that was a horse wasn't it it was meant to be Santa <laughs> Christmas. Very similar. Mm. Bye.